You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show Jerry. All right, here we go on a Tuesday. Jerry and I with you uh, another time post-show, Boomer and Carton. And uh, breaking news on the show today, which was kind of cool, as Ed Coleman called in and told us that uh, he had seen and talked with Matt Harvey. And uh, the whole issue was basically a bladder infection that led to the uh, blood clot in his bladder. Uh, but all is good now. He's going to pitch on Wednesday, uh, you know, a couple of innings, and he'll be ready for the opener in Kansas City on Sunday. But one of the things that came out of that, and I guess it was Mike Puma that tweeted it, which I guess others did after he did, but he was the first one to put it out there, that Harvey said he's going to retrain his bladder to basically urinate more often um, because maybe that's what led to this. That puts a lot of people in a lot of bad spots. Yeah, he's pretty much saying that because he holds in his pee, that could be something that would give you a bladder infection. Yeah, I suppose. I've never heard that before, ever. Well, I have heard that you're not supposed... You know, people will always tell you that, like, oh, you're not supposed to hold in your pee. But we have long drives, you and I. Yeah. You know, you have drive home, and if you have a drink here, you're on the highway. You're not... You know, are there rest areas you could stop at? Sure, but you think, ah, I'll just wait till I get home. And then you're running up the yes. stairs, and they're trying to get to your bathroom. I've told you, man. I've I've been driving to New Hampshire and been caught in no man's land, and I've literally held it for... 70 or 80 miles. Yeah. Which can be an hour, hour and a half. And at, you know, at some point, you're just, you're dying. You're looking around the car. Is there a bottle? Is there something? You know, it's tough. But yeah, I mean, it's not healthy, apparently. Yeah. And I have such a, I've said this before, Eddie actually has a drop of me saying it. I'm like a hypochondriac when it comes to my penis. So anytime I hear anything having to do with the penis, I feel like, well, I think I have that now. And I, but just thinking about, I'm like, hmm, probably about three or four days a week, I have to pee really bad by the time I get home. I'm probably giving myself this. See, the one thing I've always heard is not so much that you get sick from it. I've heard, especially if you're driving, you never want to be in a car having to go to the bathroom with an enlarged bladder like that. Because if you get into a car accident, your bladder might burst. Oh. And you will die. Because you'll like, poison your body with your urine. Yeah, whatever happens inside of you is not good. Wow. Um, so I've never heard this before, but I guess it does make sense when you think about it. I mean, you're just holding that waste in. But at the same time, that's what the bladder's there for. So I, I, who knows? Yeah, there was a Seinfeld episode where Jerry had a pee and he in was the garage. in the, yeah, in the garage. And he, they called it, he didn't want to get uromycetosis. Uromycetosis. Yeah, which I is like uh, that. something that happens if you hold in your pee. Sure. I wonder if, so do you think Matt Harvey had the scope that I had done? Probably did, right? Is, yeah. Huh. And that's the one where they put a camera inside your penis. Correct. Yeah. That's, so uh, it looks like a little rifle. Another reason to, to pee often, and they say drink a lot of water also. I do that. I mean, yeah. that, that's one thing. 
you know, I try to make sure I get between 60 and 70 ounces every day. And you know what's weird? That's a lot. Is Well, it's no more than you do. I mean, you do more than I do. I would think you drink more water than I do. But what's interesting is, you know, for me, it's four bottles of water, two, you know, four 16-ounce bottles. And I always drink one on the way here, no problem. And then there are days I'll look up at 11 o'clock and be like, I haven't had a sip of water yes. since I got out of the car at 4 o'clock this morning. I have that same thing where, where I think... I think I drink a lot of water, and then I will. Yeah, right. I'll look up. There'll be one sip taken out of the water. It's really remarkable. And even, like, on weekends, you ever have, like, a Saturday or a Sunday? This happens to me more, I would say, on the weekends than what I'm describing now during the day, during the week. But I'll have a Saturday or Sunday where I'll wake up, I'll make a cup of coffee, then I'll go out to baseball practice for the kids or whatever, come home, have lunch, probably have five or six ounces of water in a cup. That's about it. And then for dinner, we'll go out. You're drinking beer. You're having vodka, you know, made gin and tonic, vodka, whatever. And I'll sit there at 11 o'clock at night and be like, I drank four ounces yes. of water today. And then, I'll, and, then I'll, and then I'll be like, well, there was ice, though, in the drink. So that's got to account for something. And really, be- coffee's made with water. And you, you start trying to make it fit. And it's it doesn't work. Right. You're right. On the weekends, it's almost impossible it's to tough. drink. The, because during the week, you can be very regimented in. I get to work at this time. I leave for work at this time. I, I do my updates at this time. Like, times to drink water. But you're right, Jerry. Jerry, a very alert Twitter follower of mine, sent me this story and suggested that it would be good for the post-game podcast, and he's correct. This is from Mike Golembo. Nice job by Mike Golembo What's on up, Twitter. What's up, Golembo? Uh, Fulton, New York, Jerry. This is where this takes place. A Fulton nurse convicted of taking a photo of an unconscious patient's penis with her iPhone last year had to surrender her license, according to the New York State Education Department. Yep, this woman whose name is Kristen Johnson was forced to give up her license as part of her plea deal. She pleaded guilty to misdemeanor disseminating of unlawful surveillance photos. Now, let me ask you, was the photo of just a penis... Or was it of the man and his penis? I believe just the penis. Well, what's the problem then? Uh, well, you're, a, you're a, uh, a nurse is not supposed to be doing that. She sent pictures of two patients' penises via text message. And that's not right? That's not right. That she was originally charged with two counts of second-degree unlawful surveillance and one count of second-degree disseminating unlawful so surveillance. So how did she get caught? That's a great question. That means that means her the, her friend right. who she sent it to turned her in right, huh? Or it got word that uh, yeah that or somehow it got word around the office. You're like here, or like someone go, saw her maybe do it. Yeah, yeah. Like if you were taking a nap in your car and I snapped a picture of your penis and started sending it around, well, it, it would talk. Um, or people would know around here. They'd be like, well, oh, I'll uh, take if the I'm picture. taking a nap in my car, why would the penis be out of my pants? That's a fair question. I was just using it as an example. That's a terrible example. But I'm just saying people... That's would... not a good example at all. I wouldn't be sleeping in my car my penis hanging out. You wouldn't. No. Well, is that what you do? I don't know. I mean, somewhere you got the idea... Eddie does it, doesn't he? <laughs> Probably someone does it, Eddie looks it, like a penis strangler. <laughs> yeah, that... You have to... You know, when you've had procedures done, like I had a hernia surgery done last this, last year. Yeah. October. And right before they knock you out, they, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're kind of exposed because they have to shave the, the pubic area to get to the hernia. Yeah, I get that. And like, that penis is, is out there. And everyone in the operating room was like, oh, yeah, Boomer and Carton did it. <laughs> I'm like, great. So these guys know, you know, and your penis at that point is very scared. 
because it's uh, in a hospital. Shrinkage. A lot of it's shrink- George- scared shrinkage. Yeah, it's a, it's Costanza's. But it's not cold shrinkage. It's I'm scared shrinkage. It's kind of like here comes a camera that's going inside and it starts retreating. Right. So imagine yeah. if they snapped a picture of your penis there and then just started texting it to each other. Here's Al Hughes' penis. Like, oh, great Boomer Carn show today. Here's the picture. And we took a picture of his penis when he was in here for hernia. Yeah, so I, guess, I guess it's probably not a bad. good thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Probably pretty stupid, actually. And let me make it clear. My doctor did not take a picture of my penis. They're very professional where I'm I got sure my hernia sure done. Until you find it, out that they did. I want to make sure it wasn't confused. But, but this you, woman here in New York, I'm what, glad what to see. What do you think? Right? I mean, all kidding aside, we're talking yes. about and we're joking about it, but how stupid that whole notion is, right? If you're Brett Favre, what were you really right. thinking? Like, honestly, you, you've you got life by the balls, right? Well, I, I think sometimes that's the thing. You, I know you feel that. like you're untouchable. I get that. But it's one thing to be like, I'm Brett Favre. I would like to take you out. And it's another thing to say, I'm Brett Favre, and here's Junior. You want it, don't you? I mean, come on. And women, what, what good is going to come of it? Women don't. Women aren't like men. Men w- like to get uh, sexy photos from uh, their girlfriends yeah, and things. Sure. Women, your wife would not like it if you sent a penis photo. She'd be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, no, I've never, I've never done. Yeah, that. exactly. But, but because it doesn't turn a woman on. No, that's but it always comes back to the same old conversation too. Is for a single attractive woman to have a night out and know that she is going to have sex that night, she basically makes that decision. She controls it. She does. For a guy, it's more about the chase, and can you convince someone that you're not a creep? (laughs) Can you talk them into it? I mean, honestly. Right. A woman basically says, let's go. The guy says, where and when? (laughs) For the guy that says, let's go, it's, you creep, you pig, you don't even know me. Yes. So it is different, and on in every on every level, it's different. And that's Jerry. That is almost as if you prepped that segue. Although I know you didn't. This was in the paper today that the Taxi and Limousine Commission here in New York City says they need to re-educate the taxi drivers and Uber drivers and limo drivers because an overwhelming majority of them are trying to pick up women passengers in their cars just because they want to pick them up. Like, yeah, like they're driving around, well. and and then and then the woman will say, "Oh, forty uh, fifth and third and the, and the guy will be like, "How you doing? Come on, and how you doing?" See, we we've, we've discussed this before too. When you think about a young woman in Manhattan, yeah, it's got to be terrifying. It yes. really does. I'm not saying there's not powerful women that really are very confident. They are, but I don't know, man. You don't know what car you're getting into, what that guy is doing, right. who he is, and not that it's any better for a guy, but I. You just feel like they try and take advantage of the females more. It's just awful. Right, especially if women are taking cabs and uh, car services because they're out drinking for the night, right? Correct. And then they get into in, into these cars with these lunatics. Well, that, that's now not you're bringing good, up Jerry. the other part when you're incoherent, basically. Yeah, you're drunk and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing by not driving and you're doing the smart thing and you end up with a moron of a driver. I mean, we do put a lot of faith into people who pick us up and drop us off, even for the professionals. Like, really, I like, especially. Why do we put, put seatbelts on? All right, cab. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You're like, ah. Eh. Not only, not only, not not to mention the fact these guys drive like idiots, and we still don't put seatbelts on. Were you, were you ever in a cab crash? No, thank you. You probably just jinxed me. I was in a cab crash once. Were you really? Yeah, leaving the Ron and Fez show. 
uh, me, uh, Billy Staples, and Rory, the three guys that were working on the show at the time, we were taking a, a, a cab back down to uh, uh, the train station, Penn Station, and our uh, ca- our cab driver rear-ended somebody. No kidding. Yeah. We that just sucks. got out and ran to the yeah, train. You don't want to get stuck with the cops coming. And yeah. Witnesses. It'd be a whole thing. I had, I had to get home. home. I had to get home to New Jersey, Jerry. I can only imagine what the panic would have set in. Oh, my God. I'm going to miss my train. Yeah, then Penn. now oh, what do I do? Police yeah, station. When, God, when you get those it. late trains, Jerry, you don't have a, if you miss that late train... Did you ever have, to, ever have to do that when you take the train into New Jersey, like for an, a, a New York City event, yeah. and you miss the last train? Well, I used to work uh, in Astoria until 11.40, and I, if I timed it right, I could hit the 12.37 train. You'd so, subway it from Astoria correct. to Penn Station. Yes. and I had a change in Queensboro Plaza, I think Ugh, Every day you were doing this? Uh, I was doing it Mondays and Tuesday nights. Oh, yeah. Gosh. And so... There was one night I got there at 12.40, and I had to wait for the 137 train. And then there was another night where I got stuck at Queensboro Plaza until about 1.10, and I got to Penn Station, and I had already bought my ticket. I was fine. Um, and I got down just before the train pulled out. Otherwise, I would have had to stay there till the 4, 4.40 train, I think. I actually think it's a, it's after 5.00. I thought it was four forty. Yeah, on the on the week, maybe during the week. Six years ago. Yeah, on the weekends. Yeah, if you miss that one forty train, right. The next one's at like a Tuesday night, I think. Yeah, the next one's like five twenty on Saturday or something. Yeah, they don't run as frequently on the weekends as they do during the week. Yeah, I mean it's awful, and you're sitting there. I remember the one time I missed the twelve thirty five one, and you got to wait till the one thirty. It's like you literally have an hour. To sit in Penn Station by yourself with homeless people. Right. Stare at, uh, you know, some of the strange people then, just wandering around. And then that night I got on the train and there was a man and a woman in a domestic dispute. Oh. And he looked like he could kill everybody. Yeah. He was ripped. I don't know if he was having roid rage. I don't know what the deal was. And she was this petite little thing. And about three conductors, were you know, tried. And one slipped away. And when we stopped in Secaucus, the police were waiting for him. Not good. No. Not you should never have the police waiting for you. It means you've done something wrong. That would be the idea of the police <laughs> waiting for you. Yes, Al. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good hint. Jerry, you've heard of uh, Netflix and chill. Uh, well, yes, I have. And I have Netflix now. And I haven't asked my wife for Netflix and chill yet. But yes, I have heard of it. Yeah. We've learned here that Netflix and chill is something the kids say, Jerry, when they want you to come over to watch Netflix. But instead of watching Netflix, you do action instead. Right, exactly. It's Love not really action. much chilling. Not chilling, yes. Yeah. Uh, but here's another interesting thing, uh, something called Netflix Party. Okay. Now, it's something that you can get if you use the, uh, which browser is this? Google Chrome, I That's believe. That's what I have. Yeah, if you use Google Chrome, just even on your browser, and you open Netflix up in there, you can do something called Netflix Party. So if you were, let's say, doing a Columbia game in Montana somewhere. Okay. And your wife was home in New Jersey where you live. Right. And it was a Saturday night, and you had a Saturday date game, but you're going to be home Saturday night, and you wanted to have a sort of a long-distance date with your wife, and you guys were going to watch a movie together from a distance, Netflix Party lets you sync up the streaming for long-distance movie dates. I think that's nice. Would you ever do such a thing? No. Here's what I was thinking. Can I see her? No, but I was thinking if you do like a Skype... You Skype each other while you do this Netflix party. Then you're both, like, make microwave popcorn. Right. Then you're both watching the movie. You can see each other. You're enjoying popcorn. I think it's a nice thing. So it's basically the same thing as saying, hey, honey, I'm watching um, 
I don't know, Castaway on HBO. Why don't you put HBO on right now? We can watch it at the same time. Yeah, but this is more, Jerry, in this day and age, it's more on-demand How stuff. So? Like Netflix is very popular. Right, but we can watch the same thing at the same Hey, honey, the uh, Knicks are playing on the ESPN. Why don't you put ESPN on? Yeah, we can but watch they, the game at the same time. Well, you're kind of what you're putting it on. It's already partway through. This, you'd be starting fresh right from the start. Netflix party. Or how about this? I love my wife to death. Yeah. Um, the one night I get free, I'm probably going to go to sleep in the hotel room. So don't do a Netflix party. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying, let me let me just take you in the life of me. All right. This will uh, be nice. So on a my first road trip this year, we went to Cornell for a football game, basically. And I left here uh, at noon. I got up to the hotel at 4 o'clock. And I was asleep at 5. In, in the, the hotel. Yeah. Do you like a hotel bed? Like, do you feel Summer like... Summer fantastic. I'll tell you. Let me yeah. give you the do best you have, ones. Yes, give us some the good The Hilton ones. Garden Inns that I have been to. Really? Nice beds. Have the most spectacular beds I've ever slept on. I don't know where they get them from. I don't know what brand they are. All I know is when I find out, when I get my itinerary from Columbia Basketball yeah. or Columbia Football, and I see Hilton Garden Inn on it, oh, party time. Really? We are going to sleep like a champion. Yes, Hilton Garden Inns are tremendous. Now, and I first learned of it when we went to Columbus, Ohio, when we played Ohio State six years ago. I got into that bed. I'm like, this is awesome. And then we went and played the University of Maine a year later, and we stayed at a Hilton Garden Inn, and it it was fantastic. And in all your years of traveling, Jerry, have you ever run into bed bugs? Do you check for bed yeah, bugs? I told you that story. Oh, the right, hotel, you did. Uh, yeah, a hotel up in uh, New Hampshire. Uh, but it's got to be now... F- Four years ago, maybe five years ago, I don't remember. That was at like the height of bed bug craziness. I guess so. And so I uh, went to the Applebee's in town because it's like the only, well, there's a couple places you can go, but they're all chain restaurants where we stay. Went to the Applebee's, got back, did some prep work, and laid down again early, 8 o'clock. I mean, I'm out because, you know, we're up since 2, two o'clock in the morning on a Friday, plus I drove five hours. By 8 o'clock, I was ready to go to bed. Lay down, all good, woke up the next morning, nice breakfast, take a shower, go to the stadium. And midway through the first quarter, Jesus Christ, I'm itchy. By halftime, I was basically ripping the skin off my body. I couldn't take it. Went to the doctor on Monday because I had like a rash. I'm like, what is this? And he's like, have you stayed at a hotel anytime recently? I'm like, yeah, like Friday. He goes, you got bed bugs. Oh. And I was attacked pretty good. My entire chest had it. That was it. Just my chest and my the upper part of my fat belly. Mm. And that was it. But it was, ugh. It chewed you brutal, away. Brutal. Brutal. Hmm. Yeah, it was not good. Hmm. It was not good. So, that was actually the game, too. Maybe funny story. That was the game, too, where Sal Licata, who does games with me now, he couldn't go on that Friday night. So he decides to drive the five hours on Saturday morning. Gets up there at about, the game was at 1. He got up there. We were on at 1230. He got there at 1215, didn't know where he was, and had to run through the campus to find the booth. He gets to the booth, like literally, oh, I'm here. He's got sweat pouring down the sides of his face. All right, we're on. (laughs) He was out of breath for the first segment. It was, I mean, it was bad. I would feel like that would be me at every new city or campus I went to. I would have no, I have no sense of direction. But if you go with me, like he should have. You know. Yeah, you just, whatever. I know where I'm going at this point. So you're not down for a Netflix party? Oh, is that where we were at? Yeah, that's no, where we I'm were at. So you're not down. I, it, like the, I love Netflix. I've got Netflix because of you, because of you, let, and I love it. A Netflix party sounds like a dumb idea. Well, let me sweeten the deal. What if while you were watching a Netflix party with your wife, you're I'm not seeing, sending her pictures of my penis. You're seeing her on Skype. 
you're eating nuts from nuts.com. What if I did that? Now are you interested? All right, now you got me intrigued a little bit. Because you love nuts. I do love nuts. Now, yes. are you more of a cashew? Let me, I'm going to do either or, and you tell me which you Oh, I prefer. love games like this. Cashews versus peanuts. Cashews. Macadamia nuts versus almonds. Almonds. Those are the only nuts I'm, a, I'm a familiar with. That's it? Well, I know um, nuts.com has all the nuts, but those are the ones that I purchase when right. I go on nuts.com, Jerry. Uh, they have all sorts of kinds. They have organic nuts. They have uh, salted nuts. They have unsalted nuts. They have, how about this? When I get cashews, I get the whole cashews. You can see in the supermarket sometimes they sell. They're chopped up. Halves and yeah. pieces? Yeah, sure. Oh, I'm sorry. Junk. I make a little money for a living. I want full <laughs> cashews. Give me the whole cashew, damn it. And that's what I get when I go to nuts.com. Jerry, it's a site on the internet, and they sell all sorts of nuts and snacks and all sorts of things. I'll give you something I got two weeks ago. Tremendous. Dried organic mango. Oh, nice. I mean, awesome. Really good little snack, It tastes actually. like candy. It does taste like candy. But it's, it's fruit. It's fruit. It's, it's actually really good. They also have, uh, and I'm trying to figure out, if this looks like something I should put when I cook, I just got to figure um, a recipe first for All it. All right. How about organic wheatgrass powder? Yeah, you definitely How need cool that. How cool is that? So the point is, there's a hell of a lot more than just nuts at nuts.com. Right. So there's nuts, there's snacks, there's coffees. Coconut oil? Coconut oil, Jerry. Which I know you love the coconut We've oil. We've already talked about that. How I've, you can... I've always discussed the raw... Coco Goji Energy Squares you that have, I got you into? You have mentioned those before. Yeah. It's easy, Jerry. Just go to nuts.com, and if you're a new customer, why you haven't been there before with us telling you about this all the time, go there and get four free samples. That's a $15 value, Jerry. Just go to nuts.com and enter the promo code POSTGAME. That's nuts.com, enter POSTGAME, get four free samples with your order. Our friends at nuts.com, Jerry, they have all the details. And right now, I'm a little concerned. I, I'm going to go to, um, we're done here. I'm going to go to my car. All right. This morning, I ran over a stop sign. I saw you tweet that. Where? Uh, it was on Houston. Of course, it was here in New York. Right? Yeah, it was New York City. The, the wind was blowing ferociously, and I guess this, this stop sign had been ripped up and uh, thrown into sure. the middle of the street, and I didn't yeah. see it. And I ran over it. So, so now, a, what are you worried about? Four fly tires. Right. Well, I will <laughs> say this. In the past, I would run out to help you at 1145. Yeah. Uh, you hung me out to dry today on several occasions, uh, so f off if you need help. Yeah, plus I don't have four. I don't have four spare tires. I don't care if you have them. Oh, I'm not helping. You're not you. helping. God, I don't care if you've got one flat tire. I don't care if your car's dead. You can take a subway back to uh, New Jersey today. The call your mother idea was not mine. Oh, I don't care about that. Oh, okay. I think she would have loved that. What was the? What did I? How did I hang you oh, out? Oh, I don't know. The guys would remember when I interviewed James oh, Jones right. a couple weeks ago. <laughs> no, Jerry, I don't remember that. Of course not. Oh, uh, right. thank you for calling Ian. That was useful. That oh, was really that was, helpful. Uh, I that love Ian. He's yeah. hilarious. Right under the effing bus. That's yeah. just great. So. Uh, interesting uh, podcast, if I may plug my other no, podcast, how Jerry. How about your podcast oh. sucks? Oh, well, that's We're not. We're not plugging anything. Now, can I use that in promotional materials? Go for it. Your podcast sucks uh, via Jerry Rapp. Go ahead. You have half of this. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I interviewed Spiro Didis, who has an interesting story, Jerry, because he kind of like hit it big at 25, and then things... He's still hitting it big. He's on CBS. Television? Yes. Oh, Okay. I should have asked him that. <laughs> you idiot. He does no, the Of course tournament. I know that. He does the tournament. Yeah. He does the NFL games. NFL? But he had that Laker job, play-by-play job, and he was 25. Interesting. You know, it's so some, funny. Because some life lessons in there. We, Craig is so hell-bent, for whatever reason, 
I'm me doing these games on he CBS is very Sports interested Network, in right? The only other job I honestly want, and I'm being completely honest with you, and I, I should probably tell him this, but I don't want to say it on the air. I don't want to insult anybody. The only other job I honestly would want at this point in my career is an NBA radio job. That's it. Really? That is it. NBA radio you want to do. I would love to do the Nets. I would love to do the Knicks. I would love to do any team. New Orleans. You know, you name it. Oklahoma City. That would be a, That's really the only other thing I'd like to do. Would you relocate your family for an NBA yeah. job? Now, I don't know. I mean, I'm saying New Orleans and Oklahoma City. I don't know that I would relocate my family to Oklahoma. I, I don't know. I might. Tornadoes out there. Dallas, I would. L.A., I would. San Francisco, I would. All these cities. Boston, you name it. But these jobs, don't be, they're not available. They're not available. That's like the only thing I strive for at this point. Anything else, to me, yeah, all right. Ian Eagle told me in that podcast he saw in the newspaper that the Nets job was open. He just sent them a tape. Got Which, the job. And you got the job. Smart, right? <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. All right, see Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.